Welcome to Let's Get Weird with Lola. This is the podcast where you learn everything you need to know about how to love your brain, how to love yourself, and just give yourself a little bit of grace because you are doing amazing. I'm Lola. I'm the owner of the Weirdo brand, and I will be teaching you everything you need to know to succeed in achieving every goals you set yourself to. I'm a weirdo with ADHD, business owner, author, and I am obsessed with personal development. So I'm inviting you in this journey to uncover everything that you get to achieve in this lifetime. So if you're looking for some real AF podcast, you've come to the right place. I don't script anything. I don't edit anything. So you don't get more real than that. I hope you're ready because we're diving in right now. Hello, hello, amazing weirdos. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm just, again, I feel like I'm saying that every episode, but every time that I come up with a subject or something that I want to talk about, it's because it's something that is really important to me. And this week's subjects is no different from that. So as you can see by the the title, um, today I want to talk about the hardest thing that I learned as a business owner with ADHD in the past three years, four years that I have my business. Um, because, and we're going to jump right into it. If you have ADHD or neurodivergencies, like anxiety, bipolar, autism, stuff like that, um, a lot of the time we're going to be the type of people that don't feel like we fit in in the traditional nine to five. We feel that um, or I, at least I'll talk to you how I feel. And I, I'm pretty sure you're going to relate to that, but I felt a lot that I just could not do it. Like physically, it was impossible for me to go and get up each and every single day at the same time early in the morning. And I'm not a morning person to go and do some redundant task for somebody else who was going to then decide how much traveling I could do, how much seeing my family I could do because my family lives uh, far from where I lived. So just all of that put together really made me feel, and I feel it makes a lot of people, neurodivergent people feel like they just can't fucking do it because there's no wiggle room to adjust to your needs a lot of the time for your brain needs. And I like I was saying for a friend, and again, if you have ADHD, you're going to relate to this. Um, when I get in my hyper focus, give me four hours of that shit. And I can do what like neurotypical or like a traditional nine to five type of 40 hours week person like just give me a good four hours of hyper focus and I'll do the job of at least three days worth of job if not a week in those four hours it is absolutely crazy what we can't achieve but it's like but then you can't expect me to do eight hours a day of that hyper focus five days a week it just doesn't make sense like I'll give you four hours every day but that's it. That's all that I can produce. It's going to be high intensity, super potent, fucking um, magical four hours. But I can't do that for eight hours a day. It's just it burns my brain. And then I get so tired. And then I get so 
just my mental health goes to shit. Anyway, um, so I feel that's a, a, a lot of a reason why a lot of neurodivergent people go towards uh, or feel drawn towards the uh, the entrepreneur path because we see that we can decide of our own schedule. And if you need to sleep in the morning, you get to do that. If you're a morning person and you want to start working at fucking 5 a.m., you get to do that as well. Um, there's really no like ultimate rules. And that's the appealing part that kind of drives us or at least kind of winks at us. <laughs> and we're like, mm, you talking to me and makes us want to go down that path, even though maybe right now you're just thinking about it and you've haven't kind of pulled the trigger on starting your own business or is just something you do as a part-time and you're like I'm kind of okay doing a bunch of things why can't I just make a business out of it but just starting a business feels a lot <laughs> and feels like it's a chore more than anything like you have the desire because you have all these things you're like but I enjoy doing this I enjoy doing that I could do a business out of it then I could decide my own hours I could decide my own salary and blah 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 but that part is yeah and like enticing but to just think about starting a business and all it takes makes you not do it because it feels like such a huge task. And again, we know ADHD, as soon as your brain is like, what, what do you say? You say big, you say huge. No, I can't do that. There's more than one thing I have to do. No, I can't, I cannot do that. Let's procrastinate till we die, shall we? Okay, cool. Cool, cool. I'm glad we had that talk. Um, so th this is what happens a lot of the time. And unless you're in a situation that's out of out of necessity or out of like you're really stuck between a rock and a hard place or out of spite sometimes or out of fucking challenge i know i started my business out of a fucking challenge because not a challenge someone like i dare you but more like i spent months and months in the hiring process for like a big 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 a huge multinational multi-million dollar company um here in Montreal and I got to the top three uh, I took months and out of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people I got to the top three and like the description of the job was like a designer um it was for designers it was design um uh you were gonna I consultant design consultant sorry fuck I forgot the name there design consultant okay for a big big, 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 big huge massive firm um and I got to the top three and I was super excited because when we had the final group interview, we were like five people. Um, and what they were making us do was literally um, user experience, design thinking. Like I've spent three years in school doing my bachelor on design thinking. And I was like, I got this in the bag. Like, that's cool. Like, I've already done this. I know how to do this. None of the other people knew how to do it. And they were kind of new. And all the answers they were giving were really, really kind of straightforward and kind of by the book. And I was like, y'all, they're not creative. What the fuck is going on? Um, and I got an email to a week later saying that I was not chosen for the job. They took the two marketing dudes to do a design job. And I was completely crushed. I cried in my bed for a couple of hours. I could not get out of bed. But as the intense person that I am, I've decided that same day, be like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to start my own business. <laughs> and I started to do shirts. And I started to do um, two work on my graphic design skills to make really cool shirts and apparel and merch and slowly it transformed to the business that I have today I still have that uh it kind of merge and now it's black cats apparel it's not just me um but it's uh I also have my coaching business and all of that but <laughs> all of it started because 
um, I got kind of provoked. I got poked. They poked the bear and I decided, well, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to make this. But a lot of the time, if we don't have the poke, if it's just out of pure will, <laughs> sheer will, we're not going to fucking do it because it seems like a lot. Um, but once I started and got down that road, um, what was so appealing to me to be my own boss but the thing that got me into this I quickly forgot about it and forgot about this kind of neurodivergent side of me and I was doing everything that I can to try and fit in I was and this is a problem I see so many people do that and you probably do like don't lie to me. I know. Uh, like what we do you once. And that's the thing. Like we we have all these dreams. Like, yeah, I'm going to do that because then I get to just decide my schedule. I get to do whatever the fuck I want. Like, yeah, that sounds good for me. But then as soon as we get in this, we're like, oh, yeah, OK, cool. Mm-hmm. All that is eventually, eventually I'll get there before right now I have to fit in. I have to put back my mask. I have to make them believe that I am normal and that I can achieve everything. And I'm just like these other people on the internet claiming to be so famous and so successful and whatnot. Like I have to be one of them. And in order to be one of them, I have to copy and mask who I am and copy who they are in order to fit in. And this is where the kind of problem starts setting in because it is something we start to learn because it is everything we've learned growing up. And this is the hardest thing to do as a business owner with ADHD or neurodivergencies is to be able to remind yourself why you're doing this and to be able to incorporate that in your strategies and in how you present yourself and just how you build your business in general, you have to incorporate it. So it's, you can't just be like, oh, I want to be free. I want to choose my schedule. I want to be able to um, explore these talents and skills and um, amazing things that I'm able to do or that I just fucking love doing. And I want to make a, a business out of it. Um, you have to look at these and be able to keep them as you go. You can't just look at them and see, yeah, that's how I started. You turn around and be like, okay, cool. Let me go see what this Jane Doe lady who claims to be making millions of dollars tells me to do. And I will try to do exactly what she's saying because this is the only way for me to make it happen. When five seconds later, you didn't want to fit the norm and you didn't want to do what somebody else was telling to do in a nine to five. But then all of a sudden, because it is claiming to be able to get closer to your dreams. You know what I'm saying? So this is, this is the hardest thing I found for someone with neurodivergency when you start your business is to be kind of hypercritical. It, we have to have an extra layer of precaution when we take strategies and tips and tricks from other people online. Um, because they don't have the same brain that we do. So it's one thing to be like, okay, yeah, this lady was able or this man or this person was able to, um, they were able to achieve this successful result, which is something that I, I want to achieve myself. So let me take tips and tricks from them as to how they achieve that. That makes sense. And that makes sense for, um, any neurotypical person as well and just anyone like oh yeah someone wants to do this they'll teach me how to fucking do the thing because I want to do it for myself um but you have to remember that their brain and your brain isn't working the same way 
And because of that, it doesn't mean that whatever strategies are telling you is bullshit. And it doesn't mean it's not going to work for you. It just means that you have to have an extra layer of how can I adapt? How can I translate this strategy to work for my brain? Because this is a mistake that I made myself. I see so many people make this mistake is to go around to find someone that they have a desire to achieve whatever they are achieving and be like, yeah, tell me how to do. They tell me, they tell them how they do it. They turn around and be like, cool, let me fucking do that. And it's, it goes all good and you're excited because as a first, like the dopamine hit of like, oh my God, new thing is going to be so great. Oh, oh my God. Um, at the beginning, but then you turn around and after like a week, two weeks, a month, if you're real fucking good, um, with keeping track of your shit, which we're not most of the time, but, um, after a little bit, you start to lose steam and your brain starts to kick in and you have different needs, different demands. And then you're all kind of confused because what they're saying that you should achieve is not something that you can what you want to achieve is something that you desire, but the how to get there is not something that you can align with. It doesn't make sense for you. And the more you think about it, the more you're like, well, wait a minute, like they want me to do that. Do I really want to do that forever? Is it really something that's behind my strategy and my method and how I want to be perceived online and how I want my business to be? Like, is that really the thing? And then you start to doubt everything. And then you start to doubt yourself. You're like, well, am I am I in the wrong? Am I doing something wrong? Am I not doing enough? Am I doing too much? Is there something I need to change about me? Is there something I need to change about my business? What's the missing link here? And I know you thought these things before because I have and all of my clients have before coming to me. And I'm not saying that once they come to me, they're like, oh my God, I'm fucking fixed. But at least we are able to discuss them and be honest about it and realize that you're not the problem. And those people that you took advice from are not the problem either. The problem is the lack of translation, the lack of transformation from what they're saying to what you want and can and should be doing because there's a gap there that they not that they're not telling you they're probably just not aware of because maybe from some neurotypical people this shit works so good but we're not neurotypical and we have to have their our own adjustments of how we do shit that means that you get to do all these strategies that's the good news i'm here bear of good news. You get to do all these strategies. And I found ways that you can do all these strategies, everything that neurotypical um, business coaches and gurus and whatnot, mentors, you want to call them, uh, everything that they're saying online. I found ways to be able to adjust to that. But that's the thing you got to adjust. You can't just take whatever they're saying for fucking uh, like as the gospel truth and everything that is, I don't know. I, I don't know where <laughs> I was trying to find an expression, but I couldn't find it. But you can't take that as like as proof, as truth, as everything that's that's true in this world. Like you have to take it, be like, this is true for them. So how can I make it true for me? And that's the part you have to work and that's the part you have to figure out. It's you have to make it true for you. And that doesn't come from doing more. Of course, you got to follow the strategy. There's always a reason behind the strategy, but you got to figure out what's true for you. 
and what gets to be true for you. And this is why every single time I work with clients, we always start from the fact that why did you start to do this? What do you want to do? And what, what brought you to this moment? What was it in the results that you were seeing that were enticing to you? Okay, cool. Okay. And that strategy, what lights you up? What makes you excited? And we kind of deconstruct because that's how you do it. And um, little sneak peek, little shameless plug. I'm creating a course right now that is all about this. That is exactly like, because I can't, I can't, <laughs> it would take me like, we'd have to sit down for a couple of hours on a podcast for me to tell you all that shizzle. Um, and it is way better for me to be able to teach you face to face and like live and to be able to tell you like, you tell me what you want to do. I tell you how to do that and how to achieve it and how to, we brainstorm of strategies, how to adapt strategies for your specific needs. So I'm creating a course right now just for NordAverage and business owners and for people that aspire to be business owners that are neurodivergent but don't really know how to get started, it is coming up real fucking soon. Uh, the pre-sale actually comes out next week. So uh, keep your eyes peeled for that for sure. I'll tell you more at the end of this episode. But anyway, the basic strategy behind this is that you have to deconstruct it. You have to reverse engineer it. You have to look at the strategy that you want, the goals you want to have. Let's say you take it from somebody else, another business uh, coach, and they give you a strategy. You have to take that strategy and you have to deconstruct it and realize why are you doing each of these steps? There's a reason behind everything. And it's from that reason you have to adjust. You take the reason, the, re the reason is never going to change. How it's going to change is how you adapt the how. So let's say, for example, um, I'll take this best strategy, the, the, the number one that comes to my mind, because I fucking hate that strategy. And I think it's complete bullshit. And it makes me feel like trash. And it makes everyone involved feel like trash. But yet a lot of people still preach only by that. Um, and a lot of them are MLMs. I have nothing against MLMs. I have something against um, recruiting people left and right. But I have nothing against if you actually fucking love the product that you're selling, go for it, babes. They sell that product to your heart contents. But if your whole strategy is just from recruiting more people, I I'm not Gucci with that. So I see a lot of this. I get this all the time. Cold pitching. I don't fucking know who still says to this day, the cold pitching is the way to go. But a lot of the time it's like, you'll have this people, some, someone slides in your DMS or in your message on like they, they, they send you a friend request on Facebook. And the second you accept it, they're like, Oh, hi, I look at your profile and you seem to be very interesting. I see that your X, Y, and Z job. Can you tell me a little bit about that? And you, you like, Oh, hi, how are you? And they're like, have you experienced this, this, that? And like they, they, right away within the first five message they pitch you on their opportunity amazing opportunity that you cannot miss and i reply to them a lot of the time i'm like dude why are you fucking cold pitching i can feel it i can sense it i can smell it before you first fucking message me like i know that's what's about to come oh but it works i'm like uh-huh i'm sure it fucking doesn't because if it would you wouldn't be desperate like that to half people being recruited if it worked so good you'd already have a full downline that you would be focused on them not on recruiting other people because i know how mlms work so 
No, it doesn't fucking work. And everybody involved feels it's icky. But that means there's still people out there that tell, hey, you got to go cold pitch. And I've seen it. You got to go cold pitch 100 people per day. You got to cold pitch 50 people per day. Just friend request a bunch of people, slide in all their messages and pitch them. Here's the script, copy paste, all that shit. And so if you take that strategy, maybe it works for some people. Fucking hate it. And they're like 99% of the planet fucking hates it. Just going to tell you. Newsflash. If you do cold pitching, stop. Um, I, we, there's better ways. Message me. We'll figure it out. But what it is, is like if you look at it, the strategy is cold pitching. So why are you doing that? And not because, because I want to sell. No, no, that's the end goal. Why? What's the problem you're solving with cold pitching? Cold pitching is there to augment the number of eyeballs that you have on your offer. If you think about it, that's really what cold pitching is about. Because it's new, your friend requesting new people and you're sending them message in their DMs. So what you're doing here is you're offering, you're pitching to people, your offers to new eyeballs, people that have never seen your offer, or maybe they won't see your post if you just post it on your on your your, your page. Um, so that's a problem they're trying to solve. They want more people to see that. But what you could do instead, if that doesn't feel aligned with you, but you still want to resolve like having more people seeing your product well you can just diversify what you do oh let's look a look at your social media are you instagram are you on facebook are you on tiktok are you on twitch where where are you on social media okay what kind of presence do you have what makes you excited to show up and be on there with people okay let's look maybe at hashtag strategies if that's what you want to do maybe look at oh you've never posted on your personal page on facebook why is that okay you're comfortable not comfortable you want to be comfortable but are not right now let's work towards that so there's so many other different ways to have more eyeballs look at your product or your offer that probably feels better than cold pitching people and by doing these if you are more excited especially for neurodivergent people that we need the extra dopamine because we're lacking it having strategies that makes us excited is going to be easier for us to be able to stick to those strategies follow because if you see someone that has a strategy, like, oh my God, the results, I love, want those results, million dollars all day, every day. What I have to do is X, Y, and Z. Those X, Y, and Z, if they make your skin crawl or you just think about it and you want a tiny puke, you're not going to be able to do it because it makes you, it, it's not for you. So what you need to do instead is you look at the reason why you're doing X, Y, and Z. And you look at the problems they're solving with X, Y, and Z, and you try to find solutions for those problems that fit with your needs. And this is what I do with clients all the time. They come to me with a problem and we sit down and we pull out a bunch of different ways that they can achieve or they can solve that problem. And we're like, which one speaks to you the most? Which one is the most exciting to you? Which one you think about doing now? Maybe you're tiny scared, but that's okay. But which one makes you excited to be like, fuck yeah, I want to do that. Which one? That one, let's fucking do it. And that's what was the hardest thing for me as a, someone with ADHD because I thought that whatever I could see online, I could just apply it. And I forgot I had ADHD for a hot minute there running my business. And I forgot I couldn't expect my brain to do the same thing as everybody else. But at the same time, my brain could do more than some other people in some instance. So we have to be aware of that and we have to remind ourselves it's not about doing more. It's not about changing who we are. It's not about pushing, pushing, pushing. It's about stop listening and thinking for a second 
and adjusting strategies, adjusting ways of doing business so it can work for us, not against us. Yeah? Hell yeah. It feels so good to talk about it because a lot of the time I feel it is people are just going to try and sell you on the big results. Oh, look, I made this amount of money. Ah, I made this results. Oh, I have the perfect one to step. Let me teach you how I did it. And that's what they sell to words. But we forget as someone with ADHD, you have to learn how to engineer that shit so that it can matches your desire. And I'm so fucking excited that I get to do that for you as well, starting next week. So right now you can get in this new course that I'm so fucking excited because I've been asked to create a course specifically for neurodivergent business owners or people that are have neurodivergencies that want to create a business but don't really know how to and stuff and just all of that people, all those people, all my people, my people, because I'm part of that uh, with my ADHD and anxiety. But I'm so fucking excited to present to you um, the new course that's called ADHD Biz Check. If you don't have ADHD, it's fine. (laughs) It is still for you. It's still a biz check. It is still how to do you in your business. So uh, it is everything to go from freaked out to banked out the neurodivergent way. So everything that I'm going going to go through there, I'm going to teach y'all how to like everything that you want to add in your business that seems like a lot because this is what it is like about ADHD and not to be able to start tasks is like we want to do something, but it seems to be too big, too complicated. We don't have the support. We don't know where to start. We don't know what's the first step. Um, And this is why we're not going to do certain things or even start a business. So in this course, you're going to have everything you need to know to start every single step of your business. Like, do you want to start a podcast just like this one? I will teach you how. Do you want to create some really cool uh, YouTube channel, a Twitch streaming thing? Do you want to have a new TikTok? Do you want to grow your audience on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, whatever it is? Um, I will teach you how I do it the neurodivergent way. I'll teach you how my clients do it. And not only that, I will teach you the exact ways and I'm going to be there with you to deconstruct strategies that you kind of want, that you kind of been wanted to try, but don't know how to apply it to your brain. I'm going to be with you every step of the way. So this is your way to go from literally being freaked out, not knowing where to start, what to do, to feel like you're not doing enough, to feel like there's something that is wrong with you, to feel like this whole business seems to be so easy for everybody else, but you and kind of blaming your brain on it and kind of just feeling fucking bad about it and feeling that you can't achieve it or just spending days, months, years having this yearning, this desire to start a business or to do something different with your business and just not being able to start the process, you get to do go from that to feeling achieved, feeling complete, feeling like you get shit done, feeling like you're on top of the world, feeling like you have control of your life. You have control of how you go about things. You'd be able to create a business that matches your need and a business that's there to support and love your brain exactly how it is. No more feeling bad because you feel like, oh, this is not working because I haven't done enough and feel bad because your brain just cannot do the whatever fucking 50 hours a week. It requires quote unquote to like be successful or whatnot. Are there like 
coaches are telling you, like, no more that. This is going to be your safe space to learn from me, a neurodivergent business owner with multiple businesses, how to be successful, how to do it your way, how to feel like sky's the fucking limit. And every single time you have something new, you want to add something new, you want to try, you know where to start, you know where to go, and you feel like you can achieve it and you have the support to do it. So the link is going to be in the show notes uh, to get in. Slide in my DMs on Instagram at the weirdo coach. Just you got to do what you got to do. And this is always the hardest part when it comes to programs like these, especially for neurodivergent. I'm not going to fucking lie to you. The hardest part is going to be to say yes, because it is so scary. And first thing first, we have trouble just starting something. So this is the start. The start is you saying, fuck yes, let's do this. The hardest part is to actually go through with it and just say yes, do it. We're going to fucking start. You're going to be so excited at first, but then you're going to have the support, girl. You're going to have everything you desire to achieve those goals, those dreams, and you're going to have the family, the the love that you deserve and people that understand exactly what's going on through your brain because this is the most beautiful thing and this is why I'm doing this because I had calls with people with ADHD and I help them out and every single time I'm like, oh yeah, but because you're thinking that way and you have this train of thoughts and they're like, how do you fucking know? And I'm like, dude, girl, we got the same brain. I know exactly how you're feeling. I know exactly how you're thinking because I have ADHD too. I know the fucking shit storm that goes in there sometimes, but I'm there to tell you and I'm, that it is going to be okay. And I'm there to guide you towards whatever you want to achieve. So if you want to be part of ADHD biz check, slide in my DM, girl, click the link in bio. It's going to be there. It's going to be fire. I'm going to be so excited. I'm going to be so excited. <laughs> I am so fucking excited because I'm, I'm recording this in the past. Like we're three weeks behind right now. Um, so I am so excited for this right now. I cannot believe that I'm finally doing something for people with ADHD. And I'm so proud to be able to help every single one that has the desire to make their business bigger or to just start a business and to give you exactly the tools you need to make it happen. And that make sure that you're not alone when you go down that path. And I'll be there with you every step of the way. So um, this is going to be a three months program. So you are supported and loved every step of the way. And I'm very excited for that. Uh, so again, if this feels good, this feels exciting to you click the link, slide in my DMs, do what you have to do to be part of this experience because this is not going to open for a while because this is a live experience. You get to do this live with me and I get to chat. I'm going to be there and chatting with you, supporting you, brainstorming with you and teaching you and doing all the things that you need to be successful in this business. So I'm very, very proud of you just for listening to this. I'm very proud of you just for putting the effort. And I'm so excited to see what you're going to create with your beautiful, amazing ideas and skills. So until then, I will see you next week for another episode. But you just so you know, right now, like right now, you're loved, you're safe, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And I'm so very fucking proud of you. So Talk to you next week, weirdo. Bye.